Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of the Pickin' Pigskin Winners here on Aaron Torres Media. I am one of your hosts. I guess I am your consistent host, Wes Easley, at Lofanit over there on Twitter. Don't forget to follow the boss, Aaron Torres, on Twitter as well. And AaronTorresOnline.com is one of those places that you need to stop at daily so that you can find good NFL content, college football content, and college basketball content is rolling over there right now. And if you're going to subscribe to this podcast, please Please make sure you subscribe to the DFS Flash podcast with my main guy, J.B. Barry. He'll be back on this show, Pick and Pick Skin Winners, very, very soon. But you got to go over there and subscribe to the DFS Flash podcast because J.B. Barry is tearing it up each and every week. It's fun to watch him grow. And, and speaking about growing, I've got a guy with me who I've seen grow over the years. I guess I've known him for a couple of years now on Twitter. He's a good friend of mine on Twitter. I, I would count on him for a lot of things. This is Justin. And you can find him on Twitter at, oh boy, it's a tough one, Justin. You're going to have to help me with this, at to the hizzy. So if you guys hear me call Justin hizzy, that's just because hizzy is what I have in my brain. At to the hizzy is what he is on Twitter. Hey, Justin, how are you? Hey, I'm doing really well. Thank you for that introduction. Yeah, uh, at to the hizzy on Twitter is where you can find our brand. Uh, You can find me at T-I-T-T-H-J-B. And I often have that happen where people recognize me and say, oh, hey, to the hizzy guy. Oh, you got your hizzy hoodie on. That's awesome. How you doing? You know, it's <laughs> it's been I, I've, I've come to uh, to get used to that by, by now. Well, and and one of the things I, I got, I you know me, I'm an old man, Justin. That's one of the things in our group chats and stuff that always gets I, I get picked on. And I, I love to put that Clint Eastwood uh, <laughs> GIF up there where I'm just an old man looking at stuff going, oh, it just doesn't fit right. And and for a long time and when I was new to Twitter. I really thought uh-huh. that was your profile picture. I just got to be honest with you. I was like, man, he looks a lot like Matt Damon. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Appreciate he looks that. Like, he looks like Jason Bourne. That's who that looks man. like. <laughs> Black and white will do wonders for a person. I mean, guys, <laughs> if, if, you, if you're if you're you know looking at your profile picture or your avatar or something, whether it's on Twitter or maybe it's on like your fantasy account or something like that, I mean, black and white, it'll do wonders. I mean, I've never gotten a, <laughs> such a nice compliment. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome very much. So that's not, that's not Jason Bourne? No, that's no, no. Unfortunately, that's you? not. That's you. No. See, that's that's see. me. That's me. I'm. Uh, I got my face. You know, kind of getting uh, snapped away. The old uh, Avengers theme there in, yeah. in my profile picture. So yeah, I, I live in the um, in, in Maryland in the DMV, uh, right outside of DC. Uh, so you know, going down to the Capitol and visiting is you know pretty common theme. Uh, you know, we we go there. You know, when stuff is uh, when gro- growing back or falling down. You know, when the seasons come and go. Right. So we're always in there. You know, we always got to grab a selfie at the Capitol. I, I am I am zooming in now, and I see everything that you're talking about. So if I zoom now, look, everybody's laughing at me right now on this podcast. All of our subscribers, all of our regular listeners, because they know that I don't know what's going on half the time when it comes <laughs> to Twitter and stuff. So that's that's really good stuff right there, Justin. Hey, Justin is one of those guys. And the reason why I wanted to bring him on, he, he's he's been interested in watching lines and everything, not only in football, but he does it for basketball, baseball. Hockey, I mean, the whole thing. Justin is a great follow on Twitter. He hits it to all fields. He he loves to uh, look at all those sports. And he's one of those guys that I would take on a on like a fantasy show with me if it was a Jeopardy sports show, because I know he knows a lot about everything. So I appreciate you coming on here, Justin, very much on Pick and Pick Skin Winners. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I, I really appreciate the compliments again. Uh, I do uh, daily whiteboard winners on Instagram as well. So you can follow me at, at take it to the hizzy on Instagram. And that's where I post like all of my daily picks. I haven't quite migrated it over to Twitter yet because it's not really aesthetically uh, appeasing. I put it on Instagram because I literally have nothing else to share on Instagram. I'm not a big picture guy other than, you know, maybe a cool profile picture every now and again. <laughs> I get you. Now, well, we are doing this recording on a Thursday night, and when we're doing this, I like to be accountable just a little bit. So we're going to go ahead and pick that Dallas-New Orleans game, even though mm-hmm. it may have actually started by this time. I don't even know what time it is right now. Uh, but but we've got to pick this game. This game started out where Dallas was favored by five. Now Dallas is favored by six and a half, probably due mm-hmm. to the fact that New Orleans, I don't even know if they got enough players to dress right now for for offensive side of the ball anyway. The, the game total was at 50. It's dropped down to 46. I'm going to take Dallas in this one. I know there's a lot of injuries all over the field. I I say I'm going to take Dallas and I've been I've been flip-flopping all day long Justin on what I'm going to do because that mm-hmm. Tyson Taysom Hill thing it, it's kind of a variable for me and I don't know if Dallas is going to know how to stop that. A lot of things going on. I wouldn't want to pick this game at all if we didn't have to, but we're not mm-hmm. scared here on picking picks getting winners and we're going to go ahead and try our best to pick a winner. I'm going to say Dallas has got more talent, more consistent talent. They're going to be able to win this one and cover the spread. Yeah, I, I agree with you, but I don't trust the spread because, like you said, there's a lot of factors that are up in the air that we don't know about. You know, Taysom Hill has only had four career starts. He is clearly a run-first quarterback, you know, by by design. They have plays set up for him uh, to come in just off the bench and, and contribute in that manner. So I have to assume that that's going to be a big part of their game plan this evening. Uh, Traquan Smith was kind of starting to come along a little bit when he came back from injury, but, you know, I, I see him as kind of, you know, getting downgraded and, and really for the rest of the receivers in general with Taysom Hill uh, back there. I don't trust a lot of the fantasy guys there. Maybe Ty Montgomery. You know, with the spread being at, I'm seeing it at six and a half on DraftKings uh, uh, with their sports book here. I don't trust it either way. So what I really like here is taking the Cowboys on the money line and maybe parlaying that with something else that you really like. Not just me necessarily. What I did was with the Cowboys money line and a Zeke anytime touchdown. Now, if oh. you're listening out there and, you know, maybe you were like, well, you know, I don't think Zeke finds the end zone tonight. Well, put it with something that you like. Maybe you think, you know, Zeke or not Zeke, but uh, Dak will run one in or you think that this is an easy game for CD Lamb to score a touchdown. Parlay it with something like that so that you can get back some better odds because the Cowboys are getting 290 on the money line. While that gives you safe uh, confidence in your pick, it doesn't give you the best payback. So maybe parlay that with something else and get some decent value. Yeah, see, that's that's why I brought you on, Justin. I've heard you talk before, and whenever you start talking like that, I, I understand about half of it. No, I understand <laughs> what you're saying, but it, it's it's great information. Great job by you. I look forward to the rest of the show. All right, Minnesota at Detroit. This is an interesting game because the total has not changed. It's it's still at 47. It started at 47. DraftKings Sportsbook now has them at 47, and they're our proud sponsors. Minnesota was favored by seven at the beginning of the week. That has gone up to seven and a half. One of the things I've seen when I was breaking down this game is that 76% of the public is on Minnesota right now. 76% of the public. Detroit is one of those teams, though, that I have a tough time picking against because I don't know where their heart is half the time. I just don't don't know. And I think that they go on a lot of emotions like their head coach is. But this is something I do know. Detroit ranks near the bottom in every offensive statistical category that there is. The good news, Justin, about that is, is that Minnesota ranks near the bottom in every defensive category as well in the NFL. So I, I really think that there's going to be some points scored in this game. I don't like either one of the defenses. I, I specifically like Minnesota's offense against Detroit's off, uh, defense and vice versa. So I'm going to take Detroit in this one to cover the spread at home. 
and I'm going to take the over. I really like that. Yeah, I really like the over as well. And the spread, it makes sense when you look at, you know, the recent games, the recent C-bias. You have the Minnesota Vikings obviously going to be playing without Dalvin Cook, it looks like. So that's going to play a role. So they have to go pretty vertical here. So I like your thoughts on the total for sure. Um, I'm in another situation in this game where I would still probably buy it down. You're at 47 points right now uh, with uh, with DraftKings, with their sports book. Maybe get that down to 46.5 or even 46 even. See what that value looks like because it is still the Lions at the end of the day. And in their last three games, you know, they put up 14 up against Chicago. Pretty good defense. Uh, 10 up against Cleveland. A pretty good defense. Pittsburgh, they tied Pittsburgh 16 all. You know, And, and kind of like how you mentioned, like you don't know where, where they're going to be at in this game. You don't know where their emotions are going to be. We we saw them play the Rams in L.A. I think it was maybe five or six weeks ago now, like they were playing in the Super Bowl, like they were playing yep. for their lives. Yep. And then they come back home to the Eagles and they only put up six points and they, they allow almost 45 to the Eagles. It was, it was maddening. And then you you look at those recent games since then, like I said, 16 all with the Steelers, 10 to 13 with the Browns, 14 to 16 like against the Bears on Thanksgiving. They're keeping games close. So the seven makes sense. I like the total, but there's still a lot of safe play here in just taking the Vikings on the money line and also the over there. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to put a ton of money on the Lions. I don't I don't want to, you know, be, oh, yeah, the Lions are covering this week up against the Vikings. I'm also a Bears fan. So, you know, having like those thoughts of, you know, being in the division, you know, it, it kind of messes with your head a little bit, you know, because mm-hmm. you just see the Lions not winning any games in the last 10 games. Is this the week that they revert back, you know, to like something similar to that Eagles game where they just say, eh, screw it, you know? It's time, yeah. it's time to play for draft picks. I, I'm not sure. So I love that over. I love the Vikings money line. I'm going to stay away from the spread. I understand that. Uh, very, we ain't scared here. So this is what we kind of do. We do pick the spread. I like what you say. You don't don't force me. I'm not going to force you into anything. You are mm. my guest. I you you. I love what you're saying. I love what you're saying. And the total has gone over in four of the last six games. So I like that. All right. Look at this. I, I always look for this. I don't know if you've heard about the DraftKings special that we have here on Aaron Torres Media. Aaron Torres has partnered up with DraftKings Sportsbook. And what we have for new users, where they could just bet $1, $1 on any game, Justin. And if their team scores one point, you get $100 in free bets. Wow. Now that, 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 yeah, that's a good deal. One dollar, one game, 100 in free bets. All you got to do is click the link that's going to be in the Twitter post. It's also going to be in the show description as well. Bet one dollar on any team. If your team scores one point, you get an automatic $100. Thanks to our friends over at DraftKings. It's the best offer going in sports betting. So act now. If you got a gambling problem or so you or someone you love has a gambling problem, please call 1 800 Gambler. And Justin, what I always do is I try to look for that team that might not get me that one point because one point is pretty easy to get, right? And unfortunately, our next game might have that team that might not get one point because it is Arizona at Chicago. And and I oh yeah, I know, I know. And it's my Bears. It's my Bears, it's your Bears, and we both are Bears fans. 76% of the money, the money line, uh, uh, 76% of the public is coming in on Arizona right now. This game started out at seven points as Arizona being favorite. It's at seven and a half points now. The game total started out at 46. It's dropped down to 43 and a half. I, I don't I don't like our bears, Justin. I don't like our bears at all. Um, the the bears are the 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 Arizona is fourth against the pass defensively. The bears mm-hmm. are thirty second on offense against uh, passing the ball. I I don't know how they're going to convert a third down. Arizona is six and zero oh against the spread on the road. They're six and zero against the spread. Uh, bears are one and five against the spread. Their last six games. I Justin, I I got to pick against our bears. And I'm doing it with my head and my heart this week. I'm going to take Arizona on the road to cover that seven and a half. 
Yeah, I, I agree with you. That that seems like a home run. Not even knowing today on Thursday who necessarily is going to be starting at quarterback for either team, I would still feel comfortable in the Car- Cardinals covering that because the Bears' offense has just been completely stagnant no matter who's at quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're going to necessar- necessarily rush Justin Fields back just so that he can get you know c- a couple more games of experience. I mean, I could see him coming back by the end of the season and doing that, but I don't think that it's necessary this week, especially after you know the, the recent performance that we've gotten out of Andy Dalton. It's not terrible, but but it's nothing that's going to win you a game up against a team like the Cardinals. We're not playing Detroit again. You know, that, that was nice. That was nice for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, got, I had my family come visit. I got to bet on the Bears and watch them win. You can't really ask for more than that as a fan, right? But right. Now, now we come back to reality. We're hosting a contender here in Chicago. Uh, it, it doesn't look good. I do like the Cardinals to cover the 7.5. I do like the over as well, the over 43.5, because I still think that's too low for the Cardinals. If they have Hopkins coming back as well, uh, that could mean trouble for us early in this game. And I could see the Bears put up some garbage time points because I could, I very well could see the Cardinals up by two, three scores b- before the half. Yeah, definitely. If you're going to try to take advantage of that DraftKings offer, put it down on the Arizona. Put it, put it, put it mm-hmm. down on Arizona, not the Bears this week. I'm not sure the Bears will score. And don't bring Justin Fields back against the Cardinals. Don't, don't mm-hmm. do that. Don't wait till there's a cupcake. You know what? Matt Nagy's going to do that, though. You know Matt Nagy's going to say, hey, well, let's put Justin Fields in there. This guy. You know, I just Nagy it's, just frustrates me. It's a very bad situation in, in Chicago, and apparently Nagy was one of the voices that was speaking loudly for Justin Fields to not be put in early, like, you know, early in the season. They, they did not want him in. They wanted Nick Foles. They only wanted in Dalton. They wanted Fields to learn on the sideline and not in the game which I completely disagree with, and I think that a lot of fans would, just based off of the per- the natural progression that Justin Fields did make before going down with injury. He was looking very, very good before he got hurt. Uh, he was rallying a comeback in that Steelers game. We practically almost beat them. I know it's kind of a down year for the Steelers, but that would have been a really nice win. Uh, I, I really like what I've seen from him thus far. I would like to see him get some more action, but I agree with you. He does not need to be rushed back, especially in a situation like this where we're going to get doghoused. The next game, I'm going to leave as a little mystery, okay? It's going to be a little mystery to our listeners. The next game, the game total started out at 52. It's dropped down to 50 and a half. The team that's favored is favored by – was favored by 10. Now they're favored by 11. But I'm going to tell Mm -hmm. you this. That team that's favored is one in five against the spread the last six on the road. I know what game it is. Oh, I know you know what game it is. It's okay. not a mystery. I gave you the schedule. <laughs> so, so when I say that, though, uh, first of all, eleven points is a lot in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like that's a, that's mm-hmm. a big that's a big spread. So yeah. when I tell you that Tampa Bay is favored by eleven against Atlanta, they're one and five against the spread the last six at home. Tell me your take on this before I tell you mine. Well, I think Tampa Bay, I think this game is actually very similar to the last game that we just talked about. I think Tampa Bay, the heavy contender here, is going to smack around the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons have only scored three touchdowns in the last three weeks, and they all came last week up against the Jaguars. That was not the most impressive performance, but it wasn't the worst. Uh, It was certainly a better uh, performance than what we had seen. They were shut out by the Patriots the week prior, two weeks ago. I was about to say, when you were mentioning that $1 talk, this was the team that I was getting around to, saying like, eh, no, Falcons, Falcons fans, don't waste the dollar. <laughs> not, not this week, don't do it, you know? Uh, but I do agree with you that, you know, 10.5 is a very large number, giving that to the Buccaneers who, you know, haven't played the greatest defense in recent weeks and have, you know, obviously have had some losses. We're still talking about Tom Brady in December. Uh, the total at 51 
I, I don't love that. Uh, the Falcons have been cashing unders. Uh, I cashed them with the Patriots. I cashed the Falcons under with uh, the Cowboys, and I cashed it last week up against the uh, the Jaguars. So three weeks in a row, I'm going back to the well with uh, this matchup this week. I'll buy it up to 52 or 53, slam the under, and easy breezy money making money. All right. So you got who 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 did you take against the spread? Or are you just taking the under? The spread, uh, man, I, I, okay. I still got to go with the Buccaneers. I still have to go with the Buccaneers. The Falcons right. have been very, very bad. This is not the Jaguars' defense. Tam, uh, the total has gone under in four of the last six Tampa Bay games, and the total mm-hmm. has gone under in the four of the last five Atlanta games. So I think you're right on that. I took Atlanta. If it was 10 or if it was under 10, I would probably take Tampa Bay, but it's not. It's over that. It's at that 11 mm-hmm. mark for me. So I'm going to go ahead and take Atlanta, and I will take that under as well. We both agree on those game totals. I like that. I like that, Justin. And I'm sure those guys over at DraftKings Sportsbook are sweating in their shoes right now because we're picking winners here. I'll pick and pick skin winners. The Denver at Kansas City. Justin, Denver at Kansas City. Kansas City is 10-0 and the last 10 games against Denver. They are 8-2 and against the spread against Denver. Denver is 2-9 and against the spread. Their last 11 games versus Kansas City. This game total started out at 50. It's dropped down to 47.5. Kansas City was favored by 9.5. Kansas City is now favored by 9.5. Still, as this uh, podcast is being recorded, I, I'm going to take Denver, though, on this one to cover that spread. I don't think that – I think they have better quarterback play. And I think Teddy keeps it close all the time. Kansas City, they may have gotten a little spark with CEH coming back last game, but they haven't impressed me that much. They are 1-5 against the spread at home. And the total has gone under and under and under in Kansas City. I'm going to take Denver, Denver, and I'm going to take the under. Yeah, I I agree with you on the cover for Denver. They've been looking great. I I mean, they're kind of one of these weird teams that have just really taken off recently. You, you know, you're talking about wins up against Dallas, up against the Chargers in the last you know three uh, two out of the last three weeks. Like those were very impressive wins and losses for me. I might add, I was I was on the wrong end of those games. So uh, tip of the cap to the Denver Broncos there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I actually lost on them against the Eagles too, because they lost to the Eagles and I, I bet on them then. So this has kind of been one of those weird teams that they're just kind of, they're, they're back and forth, but I, I really feel a lot more comfortable with them after their performance up against the Chargers, who I think still have arguably just as good an offense as the Kansas City Chiefs this year. The Kansas City Chiefs have definitely taken a step back. I, I you know, CEH coming back, like you mentioned, that'll be an extra caveat for them, but I'm not the biggest CEH guy to begin with. You know, you mentioned, you know, obviously I deal a lot deal a lot in fantasy and he was not on my radar whatsoever this year. So he's not a guy that moves the needle for me. I like Denver to win. Don't be surprised if they upset either on that money line. And what was the total number? I got 47 and a half as the total right now. 47 and a half. Yeah. I mean, if Denver, if the Denver Broncos are really setting the pace for this game, like I believe that they will, I'm going to take the under 47 and a half. Another situation where you're going to feel a lot more comfortable buying up a point. Yeah, definitely. If you can get that over 10, that will be definitely a good one. Uh, or even 48 and a half. All right. This mm-hmm. is the 88% of the public money is coming in on Indianapolis. Indianapolis mm-hmm. is one of those things that, that just has impressed everybody this year. I think everybody's kind of pulling for Carson Wentz a little bit. It's one of those fun teams to watch. It's, it's just a gritty team. They got upset last week at Tampa Bay. They beat Buffalo a couple of weeks ago. Now they got to play Houston at Houston. I think Indianapolis is going to run the ball all day long against Houston. This really, though, looks like one of those places where Houston's going to end up covering. I can't trust it. I want to stay away from it. The game total started out at 49. It's dropped down to 45. Indianapolis was favored by seven at the beginning of the week. They've gone up to nine and a half. 
I'm going to go ahead and say Indianapolis at nine and a half. And I, and I want to say the over because I think it, that Indianapolis is sleepwalking in this game a little bit. And so I think it'll go over that 45. I honestly think the Colts will blow them out. So I really trust the nine and a half. You know, I don't love big spreads. I do not like getting close to the double digits. I like to stay as far away as I can. But this is one of those games where I feel really comfortable. And the Colts' confidence level for me has just been rising and rising more every week. I picked them to upset Tampa last week. There was a heartbreaker for me. You know, when you're up 10 and you watch your – not my team, yeah. but, you know, a team that you're betting on, you know, blow that. But then even at the end, they weren't even out of it. You know, Tampa Bay, uh, Leonard Fournette goes into the end zone ignorantly, not saying he's, you know, not smart or something. But you should you take the knee there. You wind down the clock. You kick a field goal. You end the game, right? He scores a touchdown and gives the Colts an opportunity like they were never even out of this game, even down to the last second. So I still like them to to win outright, blow them out, cover the nine and a half. They still have really big wins. The the Tampa Bay game was really close, but big win up against Buffalo, uh, big wins up against, you know, San Francisco, Miami early in the year. There's this still this team is still six and six, you know, like they've been impressive, but they still have a lot left to prove. And, you know, when you look at that record ATS, they're seven and five. Good teams win, great teams cover. They have a winning record of that total, so I, I think they can cover the nine and a half. Okay, all right, we'll put you down for Indianapolis. Hey, and whenever I tell everybody to go the under or something, I like overs on the game totals, Justin. Mm-hmm. I like unders on the first half totals. That's what I like. I don't sure. like those. I don't like those backdoor cover. That that makes me mad whenever that sure. happens. You know, as you see that team score at the end, and you're like, oh, you did not do that, right? So mm-hmm. I always like that for all right. Philadelphia at the New York Jets. The game total started out at 45. It's dropped down to 44 and a half. The Philadelphia Eagles were favored by six and a half at the beginning of the week. DraftKings Sportsbook now has them favored by seven points. I, I flipped a coin. Just I, I don't know which team is going to show up for Philadelphia. They had four turnovers last week. Are they going to have four turnovers again? The thing I do see is that the New York Jets cannot stop the run. Philadelphia is really good, and they have dedicated themselves to the run. And not just Jalen Hurts, but everybody else in their backfield. And if they will just hold on to the ball, if they will hold on to the ball, I think that they're going to end up blowing out the Jets. They'll be able to cover that seven points. I, I'll take Philadelphia on this one, and that's just what I'll say. I really hope that those narratives are that easy and they, they stick to it. You know, the Eagles run the ball well. The yeah. Jets can't stop the run, right? Like, we, we should just keep it simple here. I think the Eagles can take the seven, but I'm with you. This game stinks. Flip a <laughs> coin, throw a dart, blindfolded, whatever it is. Like, I I don't love the money line here I, either way, honestly. Like, the, the Jets showed up last week on the road, uh, beat Houston, and now they're coming home. I don't think the Eagles are a good football team. I don't want to bet on this game. But, again, those narratives are very uh, strong right now. Jets are bleeding yards on the ground. Eagles are doing nothing but running the ball. So common sense says the Eagles should cover the seven here, uh, but I don't love this game. I, I will not be betting my own uh, my own hard-earned money on it. That's for yeah, sure. I, that, that is good, good advice. I'll give you some more good advice. To go over to AaronTorresOnline.com. Make sure you make that a regular part of your viewing habits whenever you look for sports uh, information. And you can bookmark it on your phone, bookmark it on your computer, and you can look at all the articles by Austin Montgomery, by Aaron Torres himself. J.B. Barry's writing articles over there. You can subscribe to the DFS Flash podcast over there. And listen, I, I know you know who Aaron Torres is, uh, Justin. I know you know know the name. He's on Fox Sports and everything like that. And he's doing a lot of college basketball stuff right now. The guy's just really busy because it's college basketball. It's college football season, make sure you make AaronTorresOnline.com part of your regular viewing habit and 
make sure you follow my guy, Justin, over on Twitter and everything that he has going on on Twitter. It's something special to watch you grow, Justin, uh, to, at, to the hizzy on Twitter. And I just, I, I've been amazed at how much work you put out there, how many podcasts you have going on each and every week. And I've always respected your work ethic, uh, not only on Twitter, but also on YouTube and everything that you do. Man, thank thank you so much. Uh, a lot goes into it behind the scenes. You know, my face just kind of pops up, you know, at the same time on a regular schedule on Twitter and other socials and things like that. So, you know, people get the the, the front door view. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on at the Hizzy. Uh, you know, a lot of it takes a lot of time. Uh, we got articles coming out every week. Uh, team's going to be growing here. You know, we expanded from, you know, football to fantasy hockey to fantasy basketball. We have done a little bit of MMA. We may be doing some more of that going forward. But, yeah, we're, we're dipping fingers into all pies here, trying to get uh, trying to get the thing going, trying to get our, our pot off the ground and get some more eyes on it and get some more uh, viewership to uh, the guys that contribute to our channel. Speaking of popping, this next game I think is going to pop. We have the Los Angeles Chargers at the Cincinnati Bengals. 72% of the money is coming in over there on Cincinnati. This game total started out at 50. It's gone up to 50 and a half. Cincinnati was favored by two and a half. DraftKings Sportsbook now has them favored by at three points. Look, I, I, I this one was easy to me because I saw a bunch of people uh, for both teams that are and their rankings. Neither team can stop the pass. And both of the teams pass the ball really well, Justin. This this team is going to be a light them up. I love Cincinnati at home. I'm going to take Cincinnati at home, and I really, really, really love the over in this one. I don't know which defense is going to try and stop the other one. I think they just may just go on, sit on the sideline and just see what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you as far as Cincinnati. I think that they're going to clear that three pretty easily. I think they can win by maybe like 10 to 14 points in this one. Wow. They have scored over 30 points, and I believe uh, five of their last six games. So they've yeah. they've been crushing the the totals. Uh, but that's more so recently. They're actually they actually have a losing record to the over under. They're five and six uh, to the over this season. The Chargers are four and seven. I'm actually going to be leaning towards the under in this one. I don't think this is necessarily the Chargers return to Ohio like we saw when they played Cleveland, where they I think both teams put up maybe. 35-plus or 40-plus. Um, I don't think it's going to be that type of game. I think Cincinnati really controls the clock here. They're going to out-possess the Chargers by a lot by burying the ball into the ground. The Chargers are the worst team up against the run, and they're actually top five up against the pass. I mean, that's passing yards. Maybe they've been burned a lot by passing touchdowns, but mm -hmm. they're, they're top five in the league for passing yards against the Chargers here. So I do think that they can slow Joe Burrow down. To me, this is a big, big Joe Mixon game, and the Cincinnati defense has been kind of underrated in my opinion. Um, they aren't, you know, extremely great at anything. They stop the run. They're top five in the run, but they do allow a lot of passing yards. So, um, and they also rank fifth in total score allowed on defense. So still some ups, uh, some sneaky upside, we'll say, for the Cincinnati Bengals defense. I'm going to go under because it is a, still a pretty tall number. And I think that we would need, you know, many consecutive drives of scoring to hit the over uh, 50 and a half. I like, um, I like like a 24-14. I feel like that's kind of how we max out there. All right, all right. So you're taking the under. I'm mm -hmm. pounding the over. I think it's going to be mm -hmm. a high school. So as, as I like to do every once in a while here on this show, I like to tell my guest that they're wrong. Okay, you're wrong on this one, Justin, <laughs> I think. <laughs> now we'll see who ends up winning on this one. I, I like that. We'll have a little side bet on that one. All right, we'll do that. Sounds good. New York, New York Giants at the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins playing out of their mind. Out of their mind right now. I, Tua Tagovailoa has changed that franchise all over again. I am going to be pounding the under in this one because I don't think that I've seen the Giants 
score any points over the last couple of weeks. Now, I, I know they've scored some points. I just mean I haven't seen them score any points, right? And Miami's defense is really, really strong. I love the under. I wish it was more than 41, though. This game total started out at 42 and a half. It's dropped down to 41. Miami was favored by three. Now Miami is favored by four and a half. I wish that 41 was a little bit higher. I may find a way to try and bet that one up a little bit just to get some, mm-hmm. give me some more points because 41 really low for a total. But I'm going to take that first half under just like I like to do. So I got to see the Giants score some points. What do you think about that one, Justin? Oh, I'm right there with you. The Giants stink. Um, the, the Miami <laughs> Dolphins have been doing pretty well. I mean, but the teams I feel like they've beaten have been pretty timely. The the only win that I've been really impressed with across the past four weeks was Baltimore. That was, a, I believe, a prime time game. They won 22-10. I was impressed by their performance. I And I was on the Ravens that game. So I, w- I was getting shown up by uh, by the Finns for sure. But, you know, last week they beat Carolina. Carolina didn't look like what we were expecting for for sure. You know, Cam obviously has been forced to go more vertical, kind of exposed in that aspect of the game. He gets pulled, non-injury, getting P.J. Walker back in there just because he couldn't operate the offense. The Jets, you know, we've obviously talked about why the Jets are bad. Miami was able to run on them pretty pretty handedly. And that's, again, kind of been reestablished as their identity. Miles Gaskins has put together a couple of really strong weeks. I trust that offense. They picked up Phillip Lindsay off of waivers. So they, you know, kind of doubled down in the running game, making sure that they always have someone healthy back there. Salvin Ahmed not really showing up. You know, Malcolm Brown, he got hurt. So they wanted to refuel, get some extra talent back there. You know, still kind of hurting, I feel like, you know, missing some of their receivers. But Jalen Waddell's been fantastic for them. And Tua has just made these nice, slow, incremental um, or some some small incremental growth each week, you know, across these wins. So I, I really do think it's very easy to take Miami here. The spread is not the greatest number. I feel like we're going to continue to get this number higher as we get closer to Sunday because everyone and their mother is going to continue to buy the Dolphins up. So I would try to get this number soon. You know, we're recording this on Thursday. So if you can't get something in on maybe Friday or Saturday evening before the Dolphins number really climbs on Sunday, I think you're going to be getting um, getting ahead of the daylight there. So, yeah, give me the Dolphins to cover. I like the under 41 as well. I don't think the Giants play their role. We don't even know who's going to be playing quarterback. It could be Dan Jones. It could be uh, Mike Glennon. Uh, Really not much to like there up against the Giants, who also have uh, Sterling Shepard and Kadarius Toney also still questionable in this game. If they're missing both those guys, big, big trouble for them again. Yep, uh, we're both taking Miami. We're both taking the under, and 75% of the betting public is taking Miami as well. Washington at Las Vegas. I thought Las Vegas was laying down dead. I thought they were done. I thought they were over. And then last week, the Dallas Cowboys made them look like a Super Bowl team is what they made them look like. I don't know what to do with Las Vegas. Please, Justin, walk me through this next game because Washington is playing really well, really good football right now. Las Vegas is playing really good football last week. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like everyone was really waiting to cash in on the Vegas narrative of, oh, this team's gone to hell. They've lost their coach. They've lost all these these talented players, guys that were contributing. There were there were starters, right, for whatever their unforeseen reasons that that arose. Um, And I think they took those dips, but I I feel like they've come out of it, right. So they took those losses to the Giants, Kansas City, and the Bengals. All of those teams have played well at different times this year. The Giants' loss is probably the most dis- uh, disappointing, but they still beat the Eagles. They beat Denver. We've talked up Denver, you know, quite a bit so far. And you know, Denver in their own in their own right is a good team. Um, they've just been one of these teams that are hot and cold. You don't know where where they're going to go. I love the matchup for them this week. They're going up against a football team who has allowed the most yards in the air, and you have Derek Carr who ranks second in the NFL in passing yards. So I feel like that's going to be the big narrative of this game. Is you know, does the Raiders' passing offense show up? And then you look conversely to the Washington football offense. 
They've been rolling. They've, they've, they've just been putting wins together. You know, Seattle, Carolina, Tampa, Tampa Bay. That was a big one. That was a big one. And it's kind of funny because last year in the playoffs, Heineke makes his premiere up against Tampa and almost beats him. Comes back this year, throws one in Tom Brady's face, says, hey, Tom, I'm still here. I'm, co- I'm coming for you. Hopefully I'll see you in the playoffs. <laughs> um, I like the football team, but I, I just feel like they're going to be outgunned here. To me, this game, whoever has the turnover advantage is going to win. You know, because the Raiders, they, they get sloppy sometimes. They turn over the ball. But if they take care of business at home, keep it clean, and they win the turnover um, battle, I think that they're going to win this game. Just don't turn the ball over to Washington, and I think they're in a very good position to win. I will take them to to, to cover. What was what was that number I have? <laughs> I don't know that I said the number. I was looking at it, and I was going, I don't think I said a number. I have it at two and a half. I did it just like an hour ago or so, so I don't know if it changed from when you had it. What do you sure. want it at? You want it at one and a half? I'll give it to you at one and a half. Okay? Yeah, uh, honestly, when it's less than three, though, take the money line, guys. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, you yeah. don't want to play with it. This, this very well could be a field goal game. You know, you know, coming down to the last five to ten seconds, whoever has last possession, it's it's one of those kind kind of games. I I actually like the over as well, the over forty nine. So I like the Raiders money line, and I like the over forty nine as well. Football team have showed us that they can put up points. They can bury the ground or the ball into the ground with Gibson. J D McKissick has been very reliable for them. They're getting a lot out of everybody. So give me the over and give me a narrow win for the Raiders at home. I had it written down as Washington and the over. The game total uh, is at 49 and a half right now by DraftKings Sportsbook. And we are going to say that Justin to the hizzy was right in his one and a half. I had two and a half. I'll give it one and a half and I'll take Washington in the over as well. I, I understand what you're saying. All right. Baltimore at Pittsburgh. 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 73% of the public says Baltimore is going to cover this week. The game total started out at 45 and a half. Now it's dropped down to 44. Baltimore was favored by two and a half. Baltimore is now favored by four. I am not picking Pittsburgh again this year. Pittsburgh got slaughtered by Cincinnati last week. I picked Pittsburgh because they, I didn't, I didn't think they were going to be able to lose two games against Cincinnati this year. I don't know who they're going to beat the rest of this year. Whenever I look at their schedule, I'll take Baltimore. I'll take the under both teams are struggling to score the football. I'll take that. That's my, that's my last thing. And I'm going to take it to the hizzy. I agree with you a thousand percent. Do not bet on Pittsburgh to win anything this year. Maybe, maybe some unders. Maybe, maybe, maybe the under is going to be cashing, but no money lines. I'm not touching any more spreads. They're not a trustworthy team, and they don't deserve your money. Like you know, at the end of the day, like when you place a bet and you're giving it away to the sports books, you're doing that on behalf of whatever bet or team that you're making. Whether it's a number, whether it's a team, do not give Pittsburgh any more of your money. So they have th- uh, two losses in a row. Excuse me. I still consider the game against Detroit that tie. I consider that a loss. The yeah. Bears game. I know they won. I know I'm a Bears fan. I hate to say it like this, but they still lost that game to the Bears. Like they needed, you know, some really weird stuff to happen, you know, from some taunting penalties and some weird referee stuff. They they should have lost that game in no right. The win up against Cleveland, they should have lost that game. The win up against Seattle, they should have lost that game. They had some lucky wins there. The last meaningful win was in early October up against Denver. And before that, they still lost three in a row. You know, everyone was saying, oh, this team's done. They've lost three in a row. They rallied together four strange wins, we'll say. And then since then, they've showed us exactly who they are, back to true form. The offensive line has been the issue from day one until this day. They will not keep Ben upright. He's going to be taking hits. He's going to be hurried. He's not going to have enough time. The only person that benefits from any of this is Najee Harris in fantasy football. That's, that's, that's about it. Steelers are on their way down. Baltimore's on their way up. They're trying to get right. You know, they were coming off a couple of wins. They're trying to, you know, really establish themselves in this division because the Bengals are chasing. They're not that far behind. I still see the Ravens 
as potentially the best team in this division, but this is one of the weeks where they're really going to want to show it. So I trust them to blow out, blow out the Steelers. I do not think the Steelers will keep it close. So give me them to cover and give me, I'll I'll take the over because I don't think the Steelers are going to score a lot of points. Okay. Did all I say right. the over? I, I meant the under. I meant the under. Sorry. Oh, you meant the under. Okay. All right. I got you. I got you. That's what you said to start with, and then you changed your mind. I thought because I had wrote down Baltimore. Under. I was. I was saying. I was saying uh, the under in my head, but I said out loud the over. Sorry. Yeah, we said a lot of words so far. This on picking pigskin winners, and I don't blame <laughs> you at all. We we we're trying to scratch it into a half hour. We're we're coming close. We're coming close. Jacksonville <laughs> at the Rams. Los Angeles Rams. Los Angeles Rams are on the. They've been they've been body punched. They're on the ropes. They've been. They lost what three games in a row? I think. But eighty four. Four percent of the public thinks that they're going to cover this week. The the game total started out at 47. It's gone up to 48. The Rams were favored by 13. Now DraftKings Sportsbook has the Rams favored by 12 and a half. 12 and a half is a lot of points. I usually run from the opposite side of whatever the public's doing. And at 84 percent, you want to go over to Jacksonville. I just don't think they could do it, though. I don't think Jacksonville could do it. I, I The Rams have not played that bad. They got, they're a big, explosive offense. They they should have won. They could have won last week against Green Bay. I Look, I'm going to take Los Angeles in a desperation win mode. I think they're going to blow Jacksonville out of the water. I don't know that Jacksonville will score any points. I'll take the Rams. I'll take the under on this one but, uh, for the game total. This is, I'm going to mm-hmm. switch it up. I'm going to take under for the game total, not the first half total, because I think that Los Angeles could score 28 in the first half, and usually that first half game total is like 20, 22, something like that. So I'll take the under for the entire game because I don't think either team has to play the fourth quarter. Let me ask you, you so you, you were taking the Jags at plus 12 and a half, right? No, no. I, did I say Jags? No, you're, you're, Los okay, Angeles. So you're going to take the Rams. So what if I gave you the Jags at 14, two touchdowns? Uh, no. No, okay, okay. So you're 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 that comfortable in the Rams. See, when I I like the under as well. So like, what I start with when I look at these picks is what I'm most comfortable with, and I look at the under at 48, right? But when you're under 48 points, it's hard to still kind of create that big separation. Yep. Um, I've honestly I've been burned by teams taking them plus 17. I took earlier in the season. I took the Falcons live up against Tampa plus 17. That was a lock the whole game until Matt Ryan found a way to lose that bet for me. I think he threw like three interceptions on three straight passes, something crazy, right? The Rams are also kind of one of those teams at the end of the end of games. They just park the bus and don't care. And that's what kind of scares me about that big number. I almost feel comfortable taking the Jags up to 14, but as it, as I look at it, you know, hard number here at 12 and a half, I feel more comfortable with the Rams, but I don't think it's out of play for the Jags to lose by 14 if we both feel really confident that the under is going to or the under is going to hit 48 right so and obviously the you know the books aren't going to give us any value on the money line we all know that the rams are going to win this game this is you know the ultimate get right hey you know what cancel your game this week you're playing the jv squad because you guys you know you're not allowed to play a real team right this is one of these matchups here so give me the rams at the 12 and a half but don't be surprised if the the jags cover 14 and i'll take the under 48 at least, uh, at, at least Urban Meyer's not going out there for a job interview this week. That's all. That, that's positive, I guess, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I wish Matt Nagy was. I <laughs> see that was that was cold. San Francisco at Seattle. Uh, Seattle's not playing well. This game total started out at forty-five and a half. It's over. Uh, now it's on DraftKings Sportsbook at 
46 and a half is what I have it as. San Francisco's at, uh, was favored by two and a half. Now they're favored by three and a half. No Debo in this game. I don't think he's going to be able to play it in this game. 77% of the public is betting on San Francisco. I don't trust Seattle. I, 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 I would want to say that this is a get right game for Seattle, that they should be able to take advantage of no Debo, who might be the league MVP, by the way, just, just putting that out there. He, he might be able to be a league MVP if you look at it, but I, I'm going to take, I'll take San Francisco because I don't think Seattle can win. And I will take this under because I, I, I just think that without Debo, I think that Seattle can't score. I don't know that San Francisco will be able to score in the end zone as many times. So I'll take that first half under. I love all the Debo love because he was just he was at the top of my list this year for guys that you could get at value in fantasy. And he was just, oh. one, you know, one of my favorite home runs this 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 year. Uh, they've won three in a row, the San Francisco 49ers, Seattle, they've lost three in a row. So coming into this game, all of the, all of the momentum leans in favor of San Francisco. I don't know if missing Debo is going to necessarily hurt them. When you look at Shanahan's offense, you see a lot of opportunities for many different players. You could see mm-hmm. Trey Sermon get an extra couple of touches this week. You could see uh, uh, Juan Jennings, who's going to fill in for Debo, you know, be used in a very similar role. I don't, I don't think they're going to give him give him touches at halfback, but you know, I think that they could use him in a very similar gadgetry type of way, where you know maybe he's taking a couple of end around reverses, you know, for oh. you know some big gainers or something like that. You know, Brandon. Ayuk has emerged. He has started to put together some very solid stat lines and productions across the past three to four weeks. So I trust him more so in this game. And hey, we can't forget about George Kittle. Uh, Jamal Adams, they may he, they may have brought him in to stop George Kittle. That doesn't mean he actually stops George Kittle. So I, I trust the 49ers a lot this week. The Seahawks are just another team that I just, I'm not going to bet to cover anymore uh, or outright win. Uh, last week, they did make me some money. I took uh, Russell Wilson to pass for two touchdowns. It was his birthday. Danger, Russ, Mr. Unlimited got it done. But I don't think there's going to be enough uh, to take on the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, division battle here. Uh, they're at, you know They are in Seattle, which is nice, but I don't think it's enough to move the needle on the 49ers. Uh, give me San Fran in this one. All right, I'll give it to you. Last one. This is it. putting a little bow on week number 13. Isn't it? I mean, this, what what better Monday night game could we ask for? New England at Buffalo. Um, I, I just I I'm giddy for this game. It's gonna, which probably means it's going to be really disappointing. Okay, that's all. <laughs> uh, but the game total started out at 45 and a half, and it's dropped down to 43. Buffalo was favored by three and a half. Now Buffalo's favored by two and a half. I I cannot. I love that Bill Belichick has bulletin board material. Hey, guys, they don't favor us. You know, he always seems to do better in those kind of situations. The New England Patriots are playing out of their mind right now on defense. And we've seen Buffalo struggle this year against strong defenses and maybe even against weak defenses. I don't like how Buffalo doesn't show up for some games against the stiffer competition. I'll take New England. I'll take the points, even though it's Monday night on the road. I agree with everything you just said. Give me the Patriots on the points. Give me the over 43 points and the Patriots straight up here. They are the better team right now. And that's just a matter of the facts. You know, if you're talking about, you know, weeks one through five, sure. Yeah, the Bills were amazing. They were shutting teams out. They weren't letting teams score points. The Patriots have done exactly that in the past two weeks. They shut out the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, They didn't do that last week, but still super, super overwhelming the performances that they've been putting up uh, or surprising, I should say, really. It's been fantastic. The run game is alive. The passing game doesn't require Mac Jones to make dangerous throws. He's been reliable for them. The Bills do not show up up against winning teams, teams with winning records, uh, teams with good defenses. And that's what the Patriots have right now. You know, the Patriots have bled some yards on the ground, but 
Buffalo doesn't have a running game. You know, they can't decide who their running back is. Is it Matt Breida? Is it Zach Moss, who was a healthy scratch last week? Is it Devin Singletary, who, you know, he's some weeks he's had more catches than Stephon Diggs. Some weeks he's had three touches. You know, that offense is just not in tune right now. It's not making sense. I trust the Patriots more. They're rolling. And this is for the division lead. I am just as excited as you are. I think it's a big moment for the Patriots and honestly for Bill Belichick. You know, since yeah. Tom Brady left and he's had all this success in Tampa Bay, everyone's forgotten about Bill. I'm not sure if you've been watching uh, Man in the Arena, the uh, the Patriots special on ESPN, but I've been catching it. And let me tell you, they're in the early early portions of that dynasty. And a lot of the credit and credence is going to Bill Belichick and how he developed Tom Brady and how they met every Tuesday and he was in his ear and. You know, every morning they're going over plays. What can we do up against this team? You know, I watched this tape last night. Oh, I watched the same tape. Like, you know, that that connection, you know, really started off with with Bill, you know, leading the way and teaching him how to be a professional quarterback in this league. And it looks like we're about to see the the resurgence of that with Mac Jones moving forward here. So Patriots sitting on all cylinders. Give me the over. Give me the money line win and the cover of two and a half. That is my friend, Justin. Justin to the hizzy at the hizzy whenever you look for him on Twitter. It's been a pleasure talking to you, Justin. It's been a long time coming. I've always we've, we've chatted so many different times in different kinds of rooms and stuff. But you can find him over on Twitter at to the hizzy. Thank you so much, Justin, for coming on Pick and Picks Again Winners. Yep. Yes, sir. I'm, uh, I'm willing to come back anytime. And we definitely have to get you over to the hizzy and uh, you know get you on the stream and talk some ball. To the house. Is that what you said? To the house. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. All Take right. It to the hizzy. <laughs> it sounds really good. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Check out Justin over at his podcast as well. Uh, please subscribe, like, leave a review, all those things. And check out AaronTorresOnline.com. Make sure you make that a part of your daily viewing habits. Uh, subscribe to the DFS Flash podcast by J.B. Barry. But more importantly than all those other things, we always want to encourage you to find a way to make a positive impact in somebody's life today. As you know, our show, Pickin' Big Skin Winners, as well as the DFS Flash on Aaron Torres Media, has partnered with DraftKings, and they've got an incredible deal for you. New users bet $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if their football team scores a point in their football game. That's right, $1, and you end up with $100 in free bets. To take advantage of this offer, click the link that is in the podcast description below. Uh, make your first deposit, place a $1 wager on NFL, MLB, or NHL game. If either team, you know, scores a point, blah, 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 you're going to get that. It's the best offer in the biz without a doubt right now. I haven't seen it matched by any other site. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. Do it responsibly. Let's get some pick and pick skin winners.